Um, Maxi, Essendon, top of the league, Arsenal, top of the table, and you're a third div to Southeast Group Premier. You must be on top of the world. How do you feel? Yeah, mate. Uh, it, was a, it was a good weekend, um, especially uh, bowling him out on Sunday early enough to be able to watch the Bombers on Sunday afternoon was a, was a bonus. But um, yeah, it was a really good weekend, mate. Wins all round. So yeah, enjoyed it. That's awesome. Now, talk us through, we'll get to the on-field stuff shortly, but talk us through uh, Saturday, uh, Sunday afternoon, Saturday evening. Um, how are the celebrations? Who was best on? What did you get up to? Yeah, it was interesting actually because um, I'm sure most of the club will know most of the some of the boys are underage um, down at down at the the threes. Um, so it was a different celebration to sort of what you'd probably expect from a seniors um, cricket club. But no, it was it was a lot of fun, mate. We um we all stuck around at the rooms and watched the footy and had a bit of a sing along to uh, some classics. Um, there's a few videos floating around that SR um, decided to film, which was <laughs> interesting. <laughs> Um, but no, it was really good, mate. Everyone stuck around. I uh, had a few of us down on Sunday from other teams as well, which was good to see the support, especially Saturday was great. There was plenty, plenty of the boys down, um, few of the women's team as well. Um, but yeah, it was fun. Jacko definitely was one of the best on, I'd say. Um, I think it was, his, it was his first final or first grand final win ever. So, um, he was pretty stoked and he was making sure the young boys knew that this doesn't happen too often, which I don't think had really clicked for Hibbert and, uh, and young UV yet, but um, no, it was, it was good fun, mate. Yeah. Excellent. And uh, Monday, did you get to work or did you sort of keep going at the week? No, I did, I did get to work actually. I was a bit, I was a bit late in, but everyone at work was pretty shocked that I uh, turned up, but you know, got to, got to save those sick days, mate. They yeah, were. absolutely. And who who has the the flag currently? Where'd that end up? Is it I don't know. Actually, I don't know. Uh, it probably yeah. Ped's probably got it. I'm not. Did you see the flag? By the way, the uh, the spelling mistake. Yes, we should touch on that. Classic subbies. Um, <laughs> Classic subbies didn't didn't send anyone to present it either. That's pretty poor. Um, we love the subbies, um, but spelling mistake on the flag. Division. Not really what you want. I think is it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, that's uh, uh, Nackers did a great, great job stepping in, uh, presenting. So, shout out to Imagine. Nackers. Well done, Nackers. Now, um, talk us through the game, mate. So, we um, won the toss and, and batted first. Um, not quite. They and, won the toss and batted first. Oh, I, sorry. I was thinking <laughs> of the semi final. Um, as I get the scorecard up in front of me. Um, yeah. Yes. So, they won the toss, batted first. Fair to say they might have been regretting that decision at um four for what was it? It was um yeah, so it was four for twelve, I think. Um, which was yeah, pretty interesting start. It was <laughs> it was it wasn't really the pitch, to be honest, mate. It was it was just some great bowling. Um Richo, Cal Richmond was bowled well pretty much all year, who hasn't had much luck either with the wickets, um, was steaming in with the breeze and bowling pretty quick. Um and he got he got three for in the end started off really well with Venkat Venkat I think bowled nineteen overs in the end for not many runs at all. Um, nineteen is twelve maidens one for fifteen which is just incredible. Yeah, it's pretty pretty amazing. Big game fire. Yeah, he was running into the breeze all day as well, so he was pretty spent on Sunday. But um, no, it was a I'd great say it's because he was freshly shaven. Yeah, had a lot to do it. Yeah, I've never seen that. Quicker. Never seen yeah, that. Very useful. Very useful. It was good, um, but yeah, four for four for sixteen or so, I think, and then um, we get we had them six for thirty nine, 
Um, and, you know, I'm, as I'm sure everyone could imagine, a grand final was always going to be a struggle to bowl them out for, for really little. So they put on a put on a couple of partnerships there and we ended up bowling him out for 135, um, which obviously you'd take. <laughs> um, Absolutely. Pretty, um, and the, the deck was pretty nice as well to bat on, so we were pretty confident. Um, yeah, yeah. So figures from that innings, um, Cow Richmond, uh, 14 over six maidens, three for 23, the obvious standout. And then, yeah, Venkat, as we touched about, Paddy Hibbert, eight overs, one maiden, one for 15. Jimmy Collins, um, obviously the heroics a couple of weeks ago, but 18 overs, three maidens, two for 42. Um, and then the three bowlers also took wickets. Tommy Ashman, 6.1 overs, one maiden, one for 11. Yeah. UV, nine overs, uh, one for 20. And Tommy Bradshaw, four overs, two maidens, one for three as well. So, yeah, nice uh, sharing the wickets. And I can see that yourself took a couple of catches. Talk yep. us through those. Get in, get us that in there. Um, yeah, so I actually hurt my shoulder on the Friday, so I wasn't going to field much. Um, but I fielded the first few. You have to go through a fitness test. She yeah. put you through a test Friday night. I don't think I would have passed a fitness test to be honest. If there was one, mate, <laughs> it was pretty bad. <laughs> um, but yeah, took a catch nice and early on. Got got one of their good openers out early. The cat got him out, which was good. Um, and then their captain decided to uh make me go back on the field, which is probably fair enough, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, I, yeah, just another one short cover, mate. You know how you know how it is. But, yeah, it was good. It's good fun when you are taking wickets in a final. Absolutely. And then um, Sunday afternoon, early Sunday afternoon, um, talk through the batting innings. How did it blocks pretty quickly? Yeah, it was good. I was a bit nervous, actually. Um, you know, I thought I might have to go in, um, you know, finals, pressure, that sort of thing. Um, but I was pretty stoked to see Homburg absolutely whack him to all sorts of all sorts of the ground. Well, main, mainly through cover and points, Homburg. But um, yeah, he was amazing. He's slapping him everywhere. Oh, he was absolutely whacking him. It was great to see. He promised to do that for a few weeks, so it was good. Um, I ended up making eighty-eight, I think, of the one hundred and thirty-six, which is yeah, that's huge. Him and yeah. SR putting on one hundred and twenty for the first wicket, which is yeah. It was great. Pretty yeah. commanding position to be in in a grand final, chasing 136. Absolutely. And SR couldn't really run either. So it was, it was pretty interesting watching Paddy whack him to all parts of the ground for for singles and and twos that definitely could have been more. But <laughs> Jacko seemed to to run a bit faster when it was off his own bat, which is, um, you know, probably, probably to be expected with SR. But no, he did well. <laughs> and then um, sort of Chiefs came in. Made eleven, and then uh, yourself and, and Paddy Hibbard did a red ink in a grand final. Must be happy yeah. with that. I couldn't get on strike, mate. I was I really because I went in with Chiz. Um, I think we needed like ten to win or something, and I went in um, and I was really I was dreaming of the winning runs to be honest, mate. And I was lining up this this kid from one end, and I just couldn't get on strike. And then Paddy Hibbard comes in for one ball, last ball of an over, and he hits the winning run. So I didn't get my chance, but I'll take the one not out and the win, which was which was really good. Yeah, absolutely. And that's uh yeah, that's huge. So tell us to its first premiership since when, Maxi? Little trivia question for you. 2008, I think. Yeah, right. And who played that side? What was that side? Do we know? I don't know actually. Jacko was telling everyone but didn't get into specifics. Sorry, I really struggled with that word. I don't know why. Yeah, you did. Um <laughs> specifics. Yeah, there you go. Three for us on the Swamp Podcast. No, that's excellent. So um yeah, it's huge for the club. Obviously, great to um, great to get that flag. First one in, yeah, how many years is that? Uh, 15 or so, I think. 
Yeah, which is that's awesome. Um, and yeah, great to have a fellow podcast host. Um, be a, a premiership player. So no, excellent. So I guess um we'll sort of we'll catch up with the cat the coach now, uh, John Cat Watkin to, to chat around the season that's gone by. Um, we'll talk about obviously the threes premiership, but touch on the rest of the sides. Um and see, I guess, his perspective on the season and how he thought um, we fared ahead of, I'm sure, will be a huge off-season um, and then pre-season uh, in August. But, uh, yeah, speak to Cat soon. Young, young gun training next week, mate. So Yeah, great. I'll be there. No worries. <laughs> All right, let's get the cat on. All right, we're All right, well, we're joined by uh, Elstonwick Career Club senior men's coach, John Walken. Cat, thanks for joining us. And... Um, Straight off the bat, you now are officially a, a premiership-winning coach. How does it feel? Well, yeah, it's, I mean it's uh, it's a team effort. I know that sounds like a cliche, but um, I think there is a lot of people that contribute to a premiership. And in reflecting with some of the players and the president and um, just some of the parents on the weekend, it was yeah. I think it's a reflection on a lot of t- a lot of effort. Hopefully some structure and framework helped. Um, a great mix of young players and a sprinkling of older players, which um, Zach's got to take a tremendous amount of credit for that. He's done a fantastic job being that conduit from the juniors and the work he's done in the juniors and really advocating for the, the junior guys to get that opportunity in the seniors. And I think with, um, Zach and also uh, Berkey in the seconds and also John Danaki in the fourths and Ange's role even in the fifths. We accommodate a range of abilities and that's one of the great challenges at the club but we managed to balance that and um, look, I just think as a coach I'm just one person who plays a role. Obviously um, you know you probably get because you're up front you cop the the bad bits with the good bits, but um, yeah, I'm really pleased, and I'm ex- I, it does feel really positive. It's it's certainly better than not winning any flags, and then to have the first in the premiership, and also for the, you know, for Joss and the women's eleven in their second season to come, you know, to finish on top, at the end of the home away, and then just to get beaten in the final, well, that was fantastic, and I think that's a credit also to the club that we're going down this path of trying to really extend our reach and um, our inclusivity. And we all know that the, the richness that brings to the club. So a lot of positives, but yeah, I'm really pleased. Yeah, definitely. Um, you summed that up pretty well, Kat. You're, you're a man of many words and it's great, especially for a podcast. Um, <laughs> um, give one word answers if you want. I'll, <laughs> no, like, no, we love that. We'll lost the grand final in the AFL or something. Trust me, no, it's perfect. It's perfect. Um, obviously, great, great weekend for the threes. Um, you were down on Saturday for most of it, I think, and and for Sunday for the win. Um, I suppose what sort of impressed you the most um, from what you saw? Um, obviously, you know, a whole season worth of highlights, but just across the weekend for the threes, what what sort of impressed you the most, and what you think won us the game in the end? Well, I think. Um... You know, obviously the team's been really consistent throughout the year and um, I think that's reflected in the stats on on Thursday night when we were re- preparing for the game. We spoke about there was over, I think there was five guys that averaged 30, Max, you may even remember the conversation, there was yep. five guys that averaged 30 plus 
140, and for that average 35 plus. Um, the bowling was very, very even. Um, and we knew that we had to improve our fielding. And I think there's a couple of close calls of the fielding where we had double takes and managed to hold on to them. Paddy Homburg for one, but I know he worked really hard in the week leading up to it. Um, but the bowlers did really well. Uh, and I think when you reflect on the game, to see all the the sharing of the wickets as well. Obviously, um, Jimmy Collins had an out, you know, had a one out of the box game in the semi-final to get eight wickets. Um, but then to see the consistency across the board of the bowlers and particularly the way um Cal Richmond and also Venkat bowled in the nets. And then to see the support that was given across the board so that you know, Box Hill were always under the pump and they knew coming into the game that they were never going to get a sniff and four for 15 and then credit to Box Hill, they really they really batted it out. I mean, it was a tedious day, I'm sure, in the field. Yeah. But um, you take that every time um, and then to win on Sunday the way we did and have Paddy, I think that's probably one of Paddy's highest scores in, in subbies and, you know, such an important game, such an important moment. I know he had his crew of close friends up on the hill supporting him, including, and I think there was even an incentive to, um, you know, he made a hundred, he got to keep the bat that he was using, which was his close friend's bat. (laughs) Um, But it was great to see their joy in his success. And Paddy was like a Cheshire cat. You could see the smile and uh, no doubt we'll hear a little bit more about that from Pat in the future. Um, (laughs) And we'll be able to keep him accountable to make sure that he keeps on that improvement. He does work very hard, as did all the team, and it was just a wonderful effort. If I could just make a special effort, a special mention of Jacko um, to Jacko's anchoring in the semi-final and batting up high in the order um, and also in the um, grand final was was fantastic. And his effort, along with Ped, as the leadership group, and we spoke at length, uh, collectively and individually off offline at the start of the year, I think that helped to set the scene and helped to create a really uh, conducive environment for the player development and success and a lot of learning. And and the results speak for itself. Absolutely. I think, yeah, the, the threes um, flag is certainly the culmination of such a great season for the club. Um, a lot of yeah, development across Different players you mentioned there with uh, Paddy Homburg and Jimmy Collins being two of those who have sort of taken their game to the next level. Um, I guess more broadly, the club finished 12th on the club championship table for the subbies. Um, what are some of the, the key takeaways and highlights for you um, across the season? Well, I think we had, um, first of all, just we had a few things working against us at the start of the year. We had, obviously, the wicket, the wickets, the nets were really wet. Um we had the ground out of action. You know, the, the first played, I think, two games at home over the whole season, maybe three, but they predominantly played all their games away uh, before Christmas and managed to do a, a really good job of not only being competitive, but winning, you know, uh, you know, I think it was 8-1 eight, eight at one stage, maybe 8-zip eight, eight even, um, and beat some really good teams. So I think that was that was a great effort um, with conditions against us. I thought the 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 improvement of our juniors um, and just some improvement in the players that we that you know we one of the things we spoke about. And I was a bit of a broken record about 
okay, 10% better. Everyone gets 10% better. Every innings, every every opportunity to get to bat and bowl, you've got a chance to get better. And in, individuals take responsibility. I think that's something we can work on again for next year. We need, really need to do that. We had a lot of batters in the first who made 200-plus runs, but we only had one make 300-plus. And we to be a premiership team or be in contention, we really need to have a lot more um, consistency in our batting. Uh, and, you know, across the board with the seconds, you know, they were right in it at different stages. Um, Tim did a fantastic job. There was some good good individual performance in the first seconds as well to win games where guys took the game by the scruff of the neck. Um, and Max knows that himself, having done that. And there was other really good individual performances throughout the year. So key takeouts, we're up against at the start of the year. There was a lot of improvement in uh, a number of individuals. We absolutely made sure that um, we stayed focused on getting better. We had a premiership and we also had new new success with our women's. Um, we had success with our women's team, which was fantastic. Yeah, definitely. Um, you've done a good job of recapping there, Kat. Um, I was just going to ask, um, sort of as we go through the grades, a quick recap on sort of each team and how they ended up. Um, obviously, starting with the ones, finishing sixth, um, unfortunately losing to a good team in the, uh, in the final there. How did you sort of see the one season um, and, you know, how, how do you see us going going next year and sort of rising up the ladder just to win a few finals and hopefully winning a granny in the next few years? Yeah, look, I think there's a, a, a good base to um, continue to improve. We had, um, you know, we did have a disrupted season, as I outlined earlier, but we introduced uh, Mick Edwards and Connor and both played you know, a significant role with bat um, and to the club in terms of their way they go about it. Um, and Mick's been a great acquisition to the club. And then Jack Denver only played six games the in 2021, 20, 22, and this year played 16. And I think that also without, and Cam did a great job in his, you know, the year before and having to step in, but it's not, Cam is the first, would be the first to say it's not his preferred role as wicketkeeper. And Jack really did do a wonderful job as keeper uh, this year and helped set the standards. Um, and it was really reassuring uh, to the to the group, uh, the work that he did. You know, and, and Cal's season, you know, the, you know, 300 plus runs, you know, 20 plus wickets. Das, uh, sorry, Das's season, 300 plus runs and you know, a lot of wickets, same as Cal, both outstanding. And Cal's, Cal's efforts, even in the last few games when the chips were down, the way he batted for the team to really work, occupy the crease, was outstanding. So um, I think we've got lots to look forward to next year. You know, LJ had a big year getting married and um, no doubt he, he'll be looking forward to really bouncing back next year. We saw snippets of his form. Um, and we've seen it before, and, and with two seasons under his belt, I'm sure that he'll be looking to really dominate in the next couple of years um, as well. And, you know, see the, the different stages, you know, Cooper Davies won us a game. Cam Christensen did really well. Joel Joel Menzies contributed, you know, some significant innings. Um, and really, I think there was there's some 
good signs and a good foundation to improve. But we do need to improve, and Q probably showed us in the final um, how to manage, you know, the game itself in terms of the umpires, how the bowlers bowl together, um, and then they're batting in partnerships, particularly the first time we played them in the when um, in the home and away when they may, managed to get a, a really con, um, defendable score uh, when they were really struggling. So lots to learn. Um, I think LJ grew a lot with his captaincy personally on on, on game day. He's on the field. I think he was continued to improve. Um, so lots to look forward to. Yeah, definitely. Um, just a couple of points from me on the ones as well. Um, I think it was probably forgotten near the end of the year how good Joel was at the start of the year. Um, he made a lot of runs. He was leading the the one the runs and the ones for a fair while. Um, a few important innings there, and obviously he dropped off a little bit. That's I'm sure he'd say himself, but it, he was really good at the start of the year. Um, great to have Mick as well. I know you just mentioned him. He was he's a great find, great bloke, and you know he's going to be at Elswick for quite a few years, hopefully. So. That was great as well. And also just all the debutants this year, um, just off the top of my head, um, Garvett, Fraser, uh, there's a couple more. Joey, you might be able to help me out. Maybe Kat. Um, so, yeah, touch on, on Mick and uh, yeah. Connor there as well. Connor. Yeah. Um, I'm sure. And Jacob, you know, Jacob, even Jacob's role, we saw, you know, he got better and better. And earned his spot, and then even in the final, there was a there was a period of time where he disrupted the flow of the game with some really attacking and aggressive fast bowling. So that was something we'll, we really will take out for next season too. Absolutely. And uh, moving on to the twos now, they obviously had a really strong start to the season, but ended up um, yeah finishing eighth and, and missing out on the finals. Um, what what are your sort of what's your read on? on that side and how they performed um, under the leadership of, of Berkey across the season, but then. Obviously, a few of the younger guys stepped up into leadership roles throughout the season as well, Cat, at different times. I think that was obviously really pleasing to see. Yeah, definitely. The um, I thought Berkey is a, a natural leader, and that that that's um, quite obvious from the culture of the team and the way that they support one another. Um, it was great to see like the seconds and the first guys down there on the weekend, and I know I know that, that everyone shares the joy. Um, the ups and downs as well. But I think overall, the seconds probably um, would be disappointed with the outcome of the season, given the experience they've got in the team and the talent that they've got. I mean, Conrad, you know, he's hats off to Conrad. What an outstanding year. Um, really solid performances um, from, you know, Henry throughout the year, Henry Bennett, um, Huey Bennett uh, as well. And and Hugh just showed what a wonderful club person he is. Um with his ability to come up and down the grades and always put, often puts others before himself, um, but a, a really, you know, really good team player. Um, you know, we had different players throughout the year um, contribute and make winning scores. Um, and I think that, I think if we, if we're going to make that next step, we really need to have that pressure from the, from the team, from all the batters really, Contributing, you know, Conrad got three hundred plus runs, averaged over thirty. Kim had some moments where he did did well, um, as did you know Will Smith got a couple of solid solid scores, but then Fraze did a great job in terms of setting a, a, a standard, particularly at training. Fraze's effort was was really, I thought was I, I might personally 
I appreciated the work that he did. Um, and then throughout the year in the seconds, you know, there's other guys that also contributed big scores and a lot of young guys coming through the team who got an opportunity, got a bit of a sniff. Noah, um, also Paddy Homburg. Uh, I think Paddy Hibbert might have even at one stage squeezed a game in there um, as well. But you're right to your comment about Joel early in the, in the, in the year was outstanding, both in the first and seconds. Um, you know, Charlie Wolf's another one. Um, so, yeah, I think lots to look forward to from the seconds. But, again, there's a core pl- group of players. Max, you're part of that group um, who we really need to continue to improve. Benny Hall uh, falls into that category. You know, Cooper. Um, I'll be looking, you know, Tommy Foley, who unfortunately got injured in the last part of the season. Um, Kim Davies, really good, con- con- you know, contribution. Timmy Burke um, and others who um, played a role. You know, Jimmy Collins' effort against Q. What a great win that was. That was a highlight of the year up against it. So, yeah, probably said enough, but I think there's lots to look forward to in the seconds. But, again, generally we just need to raise the bar. And I know fielding was a bit of an issue there as well. So something to uh, work on. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, like you just said, you've reeled off quite a few names there. Just a lot of talent floating around. So we're just... Really excited for for next year. Hopefully, a few guys to um you know take the next step and you know make some big scores. I think I think one thing I noticed going from the twos to the threes is I think when I played threes, we there was about four or five hundreds scored. Um, and in the twos, I I don't think there was one all year. It's just a little thing um, that I noticed, and that obviously you know led to success for the threes. So excited for next year and hopefully a few of the batters can take the next step and you know blokes like Jackson bowled really well all year um Jacob played most of the games in the twos and he was um you know super all year um so yeah really excited for next year for the twos um threes we touched on so we'll we'll go through the the fourths and the fifths maybe sort of like together cat um both obviously didn't make finals but you know there was some <clears throat> promising signs from some youngsters there with you know Raj Kuva um you know Timmy Fonda playing heaps of games um have you got any any comments and thoughts on the fourths and fifths maybe yeah look you know even even uh Huey Lynch is another one um who who you know will will Norton Charlie Wolf was great to welcome Harry Walsh from Shep he 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 was a solid contributor throughout the year yep. um even to welcome Nima, you know, Lockie Caldwell, Ollie Potts, those guys are all got, you know, Tommy Paddington, all got Ethan, all these all these young junior players that came through the 15s and 17s that Zach was really helping. And I know a number of the, the senior players were coaching those teams that helped to create a smooth transition into the seniors and give them a little bit of a taste of what's expected of senior cricket, but also then... Um, to make sure that there's an environment where they feel like they're being supported, they're welcome, and they can develop their skills. And that also says a great deal about players, you know, like 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 Joey, Brian Hammer, Knackers, um, you know, Hayden Thompson's another one, really consistent team player, happy to play in the fourths or fifths. You know, people are quite selfless about how they go about their work, and I think we, we're all the beneficiaries of that. And again, the fourths were playing Sundays and some Saturdays, and yeah, that made it hard as well. Um, and so I think we underestimate the impact on the the thirds, fourths, and fifths. And Ange Patelli in the fifths was amazing with Knackers, you know, coordinating teams and making sure we had players available on occasions. We had, I think you mentioned 
Timmy Fonderbeer players playing two games. So that was that was uh, says a lot about the club. Absolutely. And um, touching now on the women's side, um, obviously some really exciting results from that team in just their second year in the competition, uh, making the grand final. We had some really strong performances across the year, um, obviously from Joss and Shannon and, and Louise in particular. But um, yeah. you must be really pleased with how that side's tracking um, in, yeah, just their second year in the comp. Yeah, and look, I'm hoping, we're hoping, and I, know, I, I can't speak for Joss and um, Shannon and, you know, Jocelyn and Caroline, but um, I, I know that we'd, we'd love to get the girl, the women's sort of training with us a little bit more so that we can have that sort of that cross, um, you know, that cross pollination of just learning and teaching each other and that, you know, feeling that really making that connection stronger. Um, you know, we had, four, you know, three girls average over 30. Shannon, obviously, was a standout with a, you know, 200-plus runs. Um, but we had lots of contributors and a lot of new players into the squad um, and a big number of girls. And I know that I know that uh, Lisa Shaughnessy and Joss are talking about a second team next year. Um, so there's lots to look forward to. And then to have the wins, obviously, adds, um, you know, it really does uh, make people feel you know, that little bit more positive about everything gives people confidence and, and motivates people to want to be involved. You only, only had to see the interest in the finals. Um, and, you know, the, even even some of the bowlers, you know, the, the wickets were shared around uh, throughout the year too with Molly, um, Jocelyn as well, and Alan. So there was some really, really good positive performances by the women and, and hats off to Joss who brings it all together um, and you know, is a is a very familiar face around the club, both on the weekend with a with a two little with her twins. It's always great to see her around, and um, she's played a great role leading that, along with a lot of other support to to that team. Absolutely, absolutely, couldn't agree more. So that's a yeah, pretty good summary um of our of our sides um across the year. And I know this will probably be a really tough question, um, Cat, but. If you sort of had to pick, um, I guess, an MVP player across across the grades for the season, maybe not necessarily one who sort of got the best average or taken the most wickets or that sort of thing, but maybe the most improved or the biggest standout in your eyes, who do you reckon that would be? Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, I'll go. I'll go a couple. I'll go most improved, and I'll say um, uh, Jimmy Collins um, as as most improved um i would also throw into that mix uh as a bit of a bolter going looking ahead would and maybe his results don't reflect it as much this year is um is jackson hall i think we started to see he worked really closely with das and das did some really good work with him around his bowling and um i think he's got great potential um i think jack's wicket keeping was outstanding as well and then, of course, you can't really go past um, Conrad, Das, Kaltranath, Joel Edwards, um, their performances um, as well. And, yeah, so they're, they're probably my biggest improvers and best performed. Um, yeah. But I'm sure I've missed someone out. And if I have, I apologise <laughs> in advance. But I would say Ped would be up there as probably one of the most valuable players to the club and and coach and coordinator and 
just general uh, ringleader. Um, and I always, you know, kept being a captain is a tough gig. So to LJ to get the team in the finals um, was a, a great effort. Um, and so that, that should be acknowledged as well as the as should the efforts of Tim Burke, um, Knackers, Ange and Joss as captains. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I think for me, yeah, definitely seeing Jimmy Collins starting the season in the fourths and then taking wickets in the seconds um, and then obviously taking aid for an, an important game for the thirds. Um, that's, yeah, pretty incredible in my books. Max, what do you sort of reckon in terms of a player uh, that stood out for you across the year? Yeah, there was plenty. Um, Kat's, I reckon Kat's mentioned about uh, batting 11 there, but it's a um, good, <laughs> good player of the year from Kat. Now, mine would probably be some of the blokes, you know, that have played quite a few games, Timmy Fonda especially, um, Tommy Grinier as well. They were the two blokes that came down Tuesday and Thursday last week to to bowl to the threes in the nets, which was, you know, really, really valuable. Um, you can't only have 11, 11 guys coming down and expect to run a good net session. So, um Shout out to those two. Timmy Fonda played tons of games. Um, so, yeah, he's a great club man. Uh, performed really well as well. I think he came fourth in the uh, the Wickers Award. So, big shout out, Timmy. A uh, few players, most improved. I thought Fraser was really good this year with the gloves. Um, most trainings he was there, you know, setting the standard. He was really good. Took took another step, I think, Fraser. Uh, I think Garvett was really good as well in the twos, and he's been a great pickup. Uh, for the yeah. club, he's, he's someone I have missed. Yeah, Garvin's been um, what a lovely guy too. So he's been yeah. brilliant. Yeah, and just touching on what Kat said about Ped being probably the most important player we've got, um, I couldn't agree more. Really, especially being in the threes, um, you know that he's he's just been that link between the juniors and the seniors. Um, you know, kids like Paddy Hibbert and uh, Yuvi, who both played in the Granny, have both come through. Ped, um, you know, he's done a great job of linking those two together with the club and heaps of the fours players as well. And I'm sure we'll see that in the next couple of years too. So shout out to Ped, great reward for him getting a premiership as a captain. And yeah, good season. And he got 350 odd runs yeah. Um, yeah, as well, which was, you know, a great effort as well as keeping. So he let's not forget his personal performances as a player. Absolutely. Now, Kat, um, We'll sort of we'll finish up in a second, but I think um, many of the, the boys and the players um, across the club will be listening to this. So if you could leave them with one piece of advice to take into the off season and then into what I'm sure will be a a big preseason, um, what would that be? Um, well, one one thing I'd say is I'd commend everyone for their enthusiasm and energy because that's that's so important, particularly with the weather we had and. Um, having to front up and the nets are too wet. We've got to improvise on on the ground and just the energy and the leadership of certain players and, you know, um, Das and Zach, LJ, um, Tim Burke, um, Fraze was another good example. Um, Kel Sinclair, always willing to jump in and, and help out. There was a lot of, lot of really good um, teamwork, if you like, and that was critical. Um, I, think, I think one of the other things is, is about... Uh, individuals really understanding the need to improve, um, and I don't just throw that out there as a as a sort of a blanket sort of comment. I, I really do. Individuals need to play well for the teams to play well and have success, and it means take some days in game day. It's taking responsibility um, and playing for what the team needs at the time, and that can be difficult, and it takes concentration. 
um, and it takes real commitment because otherwise we can all sort of fade into a you know fade into this feeling of okay we're okay we're okay I I didn't do that badly because so and so did just as bad as me or played as stupid a shot as I did or or didn't bowl to the field that my captain set or whatever. I think we've really got to be a little individually. We've got to have higher expectations of ourselves um, to play better and get the best out of ourselves individually and really focus on our own improvement and then contributing to the team um, because that's where cricket is, is a tough game. There's so many things we do really well. Um, and I think if players could take a bit more responsibility individually and work on what their weaknesses are and work to improve those weaknesses, um, I think we'd all be a lot better off as a as a club. And we get we get reward for our success collectively and we get to celebrate more and enjoy one another's efforts because training was never an issue. We never had we always had plenty of people at training. Or you know, I couldn't fault the attitude of the of the team and the groups all the way through. Um, and that, as Max said earlier, you know, we had Tom there last week. We had the Hall boys there Thursday night. We had Timmy Fonda always there rolling up, um, contributing, you know. And let's not forget some of the coaches like Quinny. And people forget how lucky we are to have a guy like Quinny who's got so much experience as a he's such a he's such a smart analytical guy. He's probably the antithesis of myself. Where so he's he really looks to analyze the game, add value, um, and make playing and coaching and the playing experience of training so much more um worthwhile and and a much more enjoyable experience. So people feel like they're improving or have that support to improve. Can't underestimate that. Um and Cam Christensen's probably someone I've overlooked. We'll just Cam's part of the furniture and whether it's organizing you know, helping to organise pre-season training or whether it's organising the Toyota raffle or whether it's making sure that, you know, the event platform's working for our social functions or making, you know, 70 not out against um, Brighton and getting us across the line, you know, to get us to keep in touch with the finals in the second last game. You know, Cam's just a, yeah, he's gold to our club. Um, we often forget that too. So I think there's a lot to look forward to for next year, but lots to for individually and collectively to, you know, ponder for next year. Yeah, definitely, Kat. We've we've only got a few minutes left, so um, I'll just sort of wind up the podcast season, I suppose. Um, obviously, presentation night on the 28th of April. Um, put that in your calendars and yeah. at the in Brighton, we're there most years, so. That'll be good. Be good to get a turnout this year to recognise everyone for their efforts. Um, just a thank you from from me to Joey for being my co-host this year. You've been you've been good, mate. I know I've been nagging you a few times during the week to um, get to training when you're not meant to be there and that sort of thing. But no, you've been really good, mate. So appreciate appreciate your help with that. Um, Thanks, Kat, no, it was um, <laughs> I was going to say it was good to good to do it with you, mate. And yeah, apologies I couldn't get there some some weeks um, with work commitments and that sort of thing. So. Thanks to you and also to some of the other blokes who jumped on as uh, guest co-hosts too. And also, I guess, to our guests as well. We um, had a good range of players on, um, sharing some great insights. I think personal highlight for me, apart from obviously interviewing Kat a couple of times, was sitting down with Cheers, where we probably almost went on a tangent about the yield migration patterns of Elsmick Park and could have definitely done the hour-long episode <laughs> on that. So 
stay tuned for next year. We might explore some history of the area with Chiz. Yeah, definitely. Part two with Chiz next year. Um, we've got a minute left. So just uh, thank you from us, Kat, as well for, for your year as coach. It's been really, um, you know, great knowing what we're going to get at training every Tuesday and Thursday. Um, thank and you. And you showed, showed your face at, at, at all grades across the year as well, which was really good, not just turning up to the ones, which I'm sure some coaches do, but it was, you know, we really appreciate all your work speaking on behalf of the players. And I'm sure we'll touch on that more at presentation night, but we're about to run out of time on the meeting. So we'll wrap it up there. Um, no, can I just say thanks to you guys too. This sort of, these are the little one percenters that take a lot of effort, extra effort, and you've done a great job committing to it and driving it and broadening and helping us all to learn more about some of the lesser known lights as well who work away and um, great job. Thank you very much. We really appreciate it. Thanks, Kat. No worries. Well, we'll wrap it up there, I suppose, and we'll see everyone at our presentation night. April the 28th. That's it. Thanks, Kat. Thanks, Joey. The deck again. The deck. Oh, the deck. See you there. Year. How good. At the deck. See, see you there. Be there or be square. <laughs> That's it. See you later. Thanks, gentlemen. <laughs>